What's up, special gang? Sorry for being away last week. There was no new episode. I was uh, dropping my sick new summer collection merch, which is still available for grabs at www.coolman.store. We got hats, we got t-shirts, we got a new hoodie. It's really sick. Um, So head over there to cop some if you want to be looking sick this summer. Um, And yeah, really, I just wanted to finally get this episode out there. This is an episode I recorded back in January before the world got all so wacky and weird with uh, Phil Matteris. Phil is a writer and actor known for animated shows like Animals on HBO. And he's working on a ton of cool new stuff currently. And it was a really great discussion I had with him back in the day. January feels like millions of years ago. But a very inspiring conversation uh, with a man who has uh, really been through a ton of shit in classic Hollywood uh, type of vibes, you know, like producers and writers and TV shows and the works. Um, Super awesome guy. Uh, I think uh, if you're creative, you'll get a ton of value out of this conversation and yeah, without further ado, welcome to That's Really Cool Man. Oh no, you're special. So today's guest is actor and writer known for HBO's animated show Animals, a new untitled animated show in development at Fox, right? Yep. And uh, critically acclaimed author for his new book, Horn If You're Honky. Phil Matteris is here with us today, everyone, on this podcast. Thank you for having me on this podcast. <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't have a name for it yet. Uh, we're building up the backlog, folks. We're filming this on a Monday. What is it, President's Day? It's President's Day. Which I hate. February 20th. I hate uh, the fact. 15th, right? 16th. 17th. 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 I hate hey, the fact. Hey, man, creatives. It could be any day of the week. We don't That's care. what I'm saying. Because you would have been free even if it was a normal Monday, right? Probably. Me too. <laughs> at, th- you know? at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just say it's a lot of working from home, you know what I'm saying. Right. And you don't like that, with judging from that tone. Because uh, all you do is like nap well, on your own accord, like me. He, so... I moved out here and I started making animals immediately and that was a nine to five job. And so we would go to this office and we would work out of that. And yeah. then we didn't get renewed. And it's been like like a year and a half of working at home and I was really, really good at it. And then I became uh, then I was really, really bad at it. All at once of, overnight. Well, no, it was like two two to three months of being really good of okay. like this is amazing. I make my own car. I'm like saving money. Right. I'm eating healthy. I got a uh, an iMac, like big ass computer, big ass Wacom in the back right. room. So right. I like set up my office and stuff. Your sleep schedule is pristine. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was. Right. It was all like good. Yeah. And then like, you know, one day you're like. It's just sleeping a little bit. Yeah, and then one day you're like, like, now I set up a lot of things where I have something to do on Friday. So I have something to do by Friday. I have like this big meeting on Wednesday. Right. So if it's like this amorphous thing where I'm, I need to be self-startery, it's easy to, it's easy to be bad. <laughs> well, especially with writing, right? Because yeah. ideas aren't going to come to you on a schedule. Yeah, right. So they come to you when they come to you. Yes. How are you going to schedule your time around that? Right. And that's what been irking me as I try to learn this process of like, I've always been working from home, but exactly like you said, you could always just be taking a nap 
whenever right. you want when you're right. your own boss yeah it's like a beautiful thing but mm-hmm. it's also a very shitty thing that you don't have to report on someone else's accord you ever read there's a good book about all this and i read yeah. it every two years it's called the art oh, no sorry it's the flipped much like my honk if you're horny bumper sticker book it's called the war of art it's by this guy steven pressfield and it's just all about He's an author, and right. it's about how he sits down and writes and stuff, and right. about like how to survive as a yeah, freelancer. Yeah, and it's just like putting in the time. No matter what you're writing, you should always try to write something. Right. So it's like I always try to have four or five different things, even if it's fucking horny bumper stickers. Right. Like something to keep you excited. Something to keep you really excited. Right. Because you burn out on even that too, even the silliest, most like esoteric thing. Right. It's going to feel like work a little bit. Right. And then you get back to like your whatever script, your main thing that you're getting paid for. Yeah. And like job or whatever it is. Do you work by deadlines? Is that how, is that like the only way you could get something done? No. Um, God bless. No. I mean, I'm like telling people to like give me deadlines even when it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's definitely good to have, but it's, it's, I like having Mike Luciano, co-creator of Animals best friend of yours met him in um, 2013 yeah arguably the best year. wait how did you meet how'd you guys meet oh so you met at a country club both well, of parents belong to this country yeah okay club. so uh, i was there you know awkward 17 years old and all i guess i was 17 2013 yeah 17 i was seven fucking teen and uh i'm uh dressed because there's a dress code there yeah. which is always the worst part it's always Funny. the worst part of any country club. And I'm not like investing in like suits or anything. So I'm wearing some like bullshit polo, striped purple bullshit, something. Great. And um, my mom's like, hey, like, like to introduce you to Mike and his father. And I shake Mike's fucking hand and not think anything of it. And then my mom, my family later explains to me that y'all are doing rounds in Hollywood. And this is like 2015. I'm like in college at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I met that guy. It was like a brief. We didn't talk at all. Yeah, super just simple handshake type Funny. of deal. But um, you were so the your talk- parents are friends. Our parents are friends. That's or funny. at least they belong. Dude, they might just belong they're to the same country friends. club. Yeah, and they just say they're friends. I don't know. You, you know, got country club parents. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, when they said they joined one, I was like, not a good move. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna enjoy myself. Yeah. You're not allowed to use cell phones. In it. At all, it's like a Soho house type of thing. Whoa! They want to feel like they're important, and uh, but it's Bumblefuck Seacliff. Yeah, right. And you went there. You I went there. there well, a, yeah, to visit Mike. And what'd you think? To shoot something. Oh, that was cute. It, I I didn't know because I'm from New Jersey and I didn't know Long Island it was so New Jersey y. I mm-hmm. I guess in my head it was all like Queens, Staten Island, Long Island. It's all kind of the same thing. It's all very close to the city. Right. But you guys are like out there and it's like suburbs. It's cute. It's suburbs. It's beautiful. What part of Jersey? Central New Jersey, Freehold, Monmouth County, right in the middle of it. Bruce Does, Springsteen country. Okay. Does that have like a city, more like a urban type of vibe? No. I, um. All I know mm-hmm. about Jersey is Trenton, mm-hmm. Hoboken. Mm hmm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Trenton's crazy. Uh, it's the but it's all the way down there, which is funny. And yeah. Hoboken is like, you're basically in, I don't know, bro, Brooklyn. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, there's this big middle area. Like, where I grew up mostly was pretty rural and stuff. 
Yeah. So just dicking around in central New Jersey and um, lots of horses, farmland, and all that. And sort were you of stuff. were you like a creative kid even back then? Yeah. In in high school, it was like bands and shit. Like we had like our like our football team. My senior year, I remember won zero games. So it was, so it was this like, is all they had to look like, forward. yeah, nobody really gave a shit. <laughs> right. And then we all started bands and it was like punk and hardcore bands. Oh yeah. And like the same four bands would play different bills. Right. And we had like, you know, we would throw a show at the Clarksburg at Blackbird, Black Bear Camp and then like a VFW halls and all that sort of shit and all the different scenes in different towns right. coalescing into things it was fun it was but great. So, so you had other kids that you could like uh collab with on your music and all yeah that. still am you're still in a band still in many and bands phil's pills phil's pills phil's pills is one of them that's just my band but me and my two friends from high school still make stuff when we can it's kind of like postal servicey where we just like mail each other like dude that's good shit. things and yeah, you're how old good. when you like you started the band you were how old i was in my first we were in bands. It's so funny to think about now because it was like, you know, when I was in sixth, fifth grade, like Enema of the State came out and it was like, you put on your high tube socks, you wore your dicky shorts and we were all punks like immediately. Right. So we all started bands then. So like since like sixth grade, but those like we never played shows, but it was just like we would like get stickers made and stuff. So like I've been like designing stickers and shit. <laughs> Handing it out at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, we had no songs. Yeah, we had no yeah, yeah. band and no just shows. But it was just like this idea. And it was like so much infighting of like, you're sorry, you're out of the band. And, like oh, again, shit. there was like no songs or nothing. But right. we would like live for this weird like, and there was like seven of us. So it was yeah. kind of like there could always be two and one and a half bands really it was really funny so the beginning of your band career was just calling yourself a band yeah creating no music yeah but with all the drama of a band with all the drama and all the, the politics of a band and the dreaming of a band yeah. and that was Lots good of designing the band that had you stoked it had me stoked it was exercising that part of your brain yeah and Hell then yeah. probably probably freshman year of high school i joined a band with some older kids and then that was like, oh yeah, you, we have music. <laughs> and we're right. gonna play shows. And Tape took you aback that you actually had to sit down and strum a little guitar there. What instrument are we talking? Uh, I played guitar and sang and stuff, but Dude, yelled, yeah. punk, yell, punk yelling, punk hardcore yelling, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Girls were into it. Girls were into it. Yeah, it was. Um, it was fun, but like everyone was into it. It wasn't even like. It was just kind of the thing we did. It was yeah. very, looking back, especially, I mean, it felt all natural and stuff, but looking back, it was just a really beautiful thing. Like the whole school would go to it. And right. it was like huge turnouts for these things. And I can't, yeah, it was nice. Did you uh, make any money from uh, any of the shows eventually? It's never been about income for that shit. Well, I was going to ask you, like... Because it's never felt like it's possible. Right. And I think as soon as I... I've always thought, like, as soon as I start thinking about making money off this, then I'm, like, losing the... Just the magic. Carrot and the magic. Yeah, 100%. When did it eventually, you know, for anything creative, music, animation, writing, like, when did it get to the point where you're like, oh, holy shit, like, I just paid, like, a bill? Whether it's the electricity um, bill or the rent or, you know... Probably... My uh, my first job in advertising was copywriting and yeah. probably that where it was just like, 
But it, 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 you know what? It was branded content stuff, so it's not like I was like writing ads. It was like we would write like funny right. Nissan commercials and funny Vans web series and all that sort of shit. So once I got a job at this agency, and then I was like straight up writing scripts and stuff. That was. And having like a boss be like, that's funny. Right. was like, oh shit, that is funny. And um, I like this and it's easy and it's fun. And I finally do. Yeah, I'm getting paid for this. And there was enough of uh, your original idea being seen through to the end for you to feel like. Yeah. This was like, this wouldn't have been made without my right. idea. And yeah. you had that pride with it. Yeah. You were stoked about that. Yeah. How did it feel when you were like started moving into the more you know writing your own shit series wise you know because i understand you guys saw two pigeons outside your window yeah and started writing animals yeah uh you voiced it you saw an interview that y'all freaking literally do what i do now full time which is just draw the assets and then edit it in final cut oh you still that's do what that? i do and now i do heard you do that the lip? open closed mouth layer wow yeah 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 so to this day like professionally you ever Okay, we could really nerd out about animation no, let's stuff, do it. but let's finish yeah. our thought. What what were you asking? Wait, oh, what? How did that? How did we get into that sort of thing? Well, so you're 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 doing that. You start writing that, and yeah. then at what point are you like, you know, let's make something out of this? Um, honestly, the best, because I've always been like, and, and advertising was good at this, but even in like school and shit, like good at like packaging shit like again with the bands and stuff right with stickers and like all these things marketing yourself and making like yeah making like something that truly doesn't exist a sub bunch of seventh graders right like, we're this band and people are like oh shit you guys are in a band and then like you know you're fucking doing the thing right so Which with animals yeah Getting with animals on, on the original shorts it was like i made really sure to like they were the first one is like one minute and the second one's like one and a half minutes long but I made sure that it had an intro that was the same for both of them mm. had a nice logo and then the end of it had like credits and like a nice similar logo and an aesthetic for both of them I love that. made it like a thing yeah right out from zero to a hundred and then so we once we started screening them it was just like not only was it like a funny thing, but it was like a fleshed out real thing that kind of you weren't just starting like existed. from zero, yeah, because you knew that you wanted it to be a thing from the start, yeah, get go, yeah. And yeah. I think for animation, especially like um, a friend of mine who I'm making something with now told me this, but it's like the barrier of entry is already higher because it's like it's animated, so it's yeah. like. You got to be like straight up with what it is. Like talking animals, New York City. Here they are. It's two rats facing each other. It's two pigeons facing each other. It's two horses facing each other. Like that's that's that. It's like right, right there. It's, and it's like any more convoluted than that. It's like you kind of lose the thread a little bit. And I've had some pitches go awry because it's like it's this, but it's also this, yep. and it's animated, and it. It's trying to be too many things and you can't really have the kitchen sink now in animation even though you can that's what because of the medium allows it but right you gotta you gotta have it be sort of um straightforward and concentrated that's what i love about your bumper sticker that says i fucking read your script and it fucking blows because <laughs> yeah. you have i remember being in <laughs> film script. school yeah. i dropped out after two years 
but being in film school you're you're seeing everybody trying to be too smart too yeah. clever with their script which pretty much ends up with just like an art house piece so right. that, and nothing makes sense right. nothing you're not emotionally invested right. i remember we were watching this shit it was like an old lost film in my film class and the emotion was there the i, I felt emotionally connected it wasn't shot the best mm -hmm. but i felt moved from this piece and at the end the the professor turns the the movie off and he's like so what do we think about that class and I go to raise my hand and be like I fucking love that it wasn't shot the best but it was amazing like this lost piece of film from the 50s yeah. and the uh, theory driven class goes on to just like rip apart the movie huh. and he's like fueling it and I was like but the emotion the, having the emotion and the idea carry get carried across to the viewers the yeah. toughest part yeah. so that's what that reminded me of because you do have a lot of people trying to be the next like inception with yeah. their animated piece right. about like a talking piece of shit, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, don't you don't got to go there, man. Right. Just like have stuff be relatable, have like the piece of poop talking to like his owner or something. Yeah. And just like see where that goes. Yeah. Something super simple. Yeah. And your first piece was literally about that. Yeah. Two pigeons just chilling, shooting the shit. From what I understand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you went when you went to pitch that off, you had a nice little package together. We had yeah. So we so I started making those. Same as you're doing now, Final Cut Pro Seven. Yeah, you dude. probably are you out of seven? You're, you're I hope because that program yeah, is horrible. But I remember seven. <laughs> yeah, all, it was all gray. It was all gray. Different shades and, of gray. And it was shade. like falling apart as I was yeah. using it. Like it, it was not an updated program. So it was just like if you had an issue or something like that. No, no one was even talking about it on the boards and stuff. Right. But. So Final Cut Pro 7, figuring it out, you know, right, like right. just kind of not doing it the right way. Uh, didn't go to animation school, didn't really watch a video of how to do it. But right. like, you know, if I needed troubleshooting or something, I, I would Google some stuff. But yeah, we, we screened it around New York and uh, did it as a web series for a while. Um, and then we... There was this thing, New York Television Festival, and we submitted a 12-minute version of basically one of our shorts. Right. Um, and that won Best Comedy there. So it was just like making this tiny thing. I did all of it. Mike edited the audio of it. We recorded it ourselves into our laptops, or our friend Dan Arnez recorded Like internal Mike MacBook type of vibe. For, on the first ones, yeah. Like yeah. Just the two of us standing in Hell front yeah. of a 2011 MacBook. Yep. Just like, all right, GarageBand, go. <laughs> Fans are wearing. You know, yeah, in the for sure, for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I remember we one time we had, uh, I love this band, the Mountain Goats. And like, again, same thing where it was like, uh, we did two episodes of the web series of animals. Yeah. And then for the third one, I was like, I want like another person to be in this. I think that could be funny. And he was promotioning, promoting, promoting. That's how you say it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, promoting the, the one of their albums. And I just emailed his manager. I was like, hey, man, we're this cartoon. Does he want to do a voice? And we had only two episodes out. And he did it. And then I remember I recorded him. And it was like fucked. It was like I didn't know how to run. I didn't have that. I had a MacBook and like did not know how to record it. So anyway, the, the sound. It. But we did it. But the yeah. sound on it was like so bad. But it worked out. 
we put him in a sewer thing, so it made sense. Bro, I mean, you have a million people saying they're going to do something, and then they, they never do it. Right, You know, yeah. they're like, I got to get the next MacBook. Fuck, you know, I can't right. be fucking yeah, recording yeah, yeah. in the 2011 MacBook. Yeah. When I wanted to start this podcast, you know, I bought all the best equipment, but I'm like, that doesn't mean shit. Right, This podcast yeah. could still be terrible. Yeah. Um, in terms of getting talent on board, yeah. you know, you, 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 so you meet the Duplass brothers. Yeah. Which I read their book. Based it's on this guy's book. recommendation, yeah, yeah. super it's good. good. How about um, their top ten? I love that Dumb and Dumber's in it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb and Dumber Classic. as much as me do. They did their top ten every few chapters, which yeah. was dope, um, and it kept evolving, to see, which to see how that evolved. But um, was it as easy as as soon as you guys started working with them? Um, these kind of big stompers in Hollywood, they had all the connects for talent. Yeah, it was. Um, well, truth be told. It was several things in conjunction with that. Number one, with this festival, for young people, uh, submitting to festivals and screening and making your thing, like the whole, the whole thing when we were making animals as a web series, when we were living right where you were living in New York and yep. Bushwick and shit, yep. was like, this is so much fun. I don't even want, I'm not even going to look at next steps of like, this could be, I know it could be a TV show. We get drunk and we talk about it being a TV show all the right, time. Right. But let's focus on it, having fun right now yeah. and making this thing. That, and, and we would sit around and go like, what is an agent? What is a manager? Like this New York, sh- I mean, we, we, you know, New York, you're not, in, you're not surrounded by those sort of terms and those people and stuff. Right. So, so screening, I, I think screening it and getting it in festivals and we never were viral. You know, we didn't have fucking big followers or anything like that. So right. so it wasn't getting goosed that way. So it was just really like we got to put it in front of people. So we would put it in front of cool screenings. We would put it in like small festivals and stuff. And that's how we got agents and managers. Right. And so our agents and managers got us to the Duplass Bros. And got that... It. And having them come on as producers of animals, even before HBO and stuff, was a uh, really good kickoff. But, you know, we signed with a good agency and they reached out to their clients. And then and now we have the Duplass Bros name to drop. And then after basically, yeah, that's how we got the groundswell of the initial cast before we were picked up. Right. And then after we were picked up. It was, you know, you send a cover letter or their agents talk to other people's agents. Hey, it's an HBO show. DuPont's brother's involved. We've had these people on it. Right. And then, you know, you get one more. You get Jessica Chastain. Her name goes on the list. And all of a sudden your resume is like fucking crazy. Right. And animation, they get a fucking day rate. And they are there for two hours, yeah, they roll and they wear PJs. whatever the fuck they want. Right. Walk in with their PJs at yeah. noon. It's not a six a.m. call time or anything like that. Right. You don't have to memorize anything. You literally read, read. Right. and right. Um, and we just make it as fun as possible. And like, yeah, people hear about it being a fun thing, and yeah, they want to do it. Not to undersell it, because these talent. I, I assume definitely wanted to be a part of the project. Yeah. It has to be cool enough to get through yeah, their right. uh, spam folder, so yeah, to speak, right? right? So, yeah, so, yeah, were, all that sort of stuff. Were you, how easy was, was it getting accustomed to being around this big talent? You know, going from not to all of a sudden you're in the same room as uh, these big names, you know? I'm gonna, 
I I hated it. Yeah. I always <laughs> hated it. Why? I never got comfortable. <laughs> I never was like totally comfortable. Well, our show in particular was basically more or less a sketch show yeah. where we had hundreds of people come in and do voices on it. So right. so it's not like a you know, like Bob's or something where it's like H. John and John Roberts and Christian Shaw where it's like these people that are coming back and back and back and you build a relationship with them. So every single time it's, hey, how's it going? I'm Phil Matteries. Right. Welcome. Thank you so much for doing our show. Here's how we do it. So like that element of it. Um, but I just... um I don't, uh, and I'm realizing it now after Animals and after a bunch of different things. Like, I don't like being a director, really. I like writing and creating and acting and shit. And, um, but I don't like, like, overseeing a scenario, really, uh, and having to guide people, really. So, I don't know. I just never was comfortable with it. It was so much fun. Right. And getting the people and meeting the people, I, I, this isn't to say that everyone wasn't fucking awesome. And like surprisingly, everyone was awesome. Right. Like we had really no hundreds of people. I can't really. That's good. Nothing stands out as bad people. But right. again, super quick. We made it super easy. We made it super fun for them. Right. So um, unless they had like a really... Yeah, I mean, some people brought it more than others, but for the most sure. part, I've really had a good time with everybody. But, you know, you turn it off. You don't freak out. It was work. Right. You had to do the work to get it and right. to make sure you were comfortable asking for it because we'd never bring anybody back. So it's like me and Mike got really attuned to just like kind of at the end of it, like parroting a bunch of stuff. It's like, can you just like say this sentence? Can you just say this thing? Right. Or can you get us from here to here a little bit easier? Right. And you also want to leave them with a good impression. Yeah. Because you're out them like kind of just editing what they're saying and directing them. And you want to, you know, ideally make a good connection with the talent. Yeah. Which is tough sure. to do when you're working, I assume. Yeah. I haven't worked with that degree of talent yet. Yeah. You know, it's, so, um, cause you are in that director mode that whole time. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it is a little like, what are we doing? Right. <laughs> you know, right, are we friends? Right. Are we... But that's good to hear. None of them had their like egos like no. you know, ruin like a vibe or meet your heroes type of deal. So, yeah, that's good. So what are you watching on the internet nowadays? What am I watching on the internet? Yeah, specifically on the internet. Not uh, TV shows. Weird yeah. rabbit hole type of shit. I, um, I absolutely love... Uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of memes. Yeah. Of like... I just think they are, me and Mike Luciano mostly talk through sending each other memes and it's a constant flow, but I'm always on Twitter and I'm always on Instagram looking at memes. Yeah. <laughs> I love memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love memes. Top meme, top meme page? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My top meme page? Yeah. Probably Grape Juice Boys. That's our Bloomberg shit, man. It's like, dude. I mean, I've been uh, going down some weird rabbit hole where I'm watching dogs eat like uh, vegetables. Wow. Next to a microphone. Oh, like a mukbang, but 
a pup get pup bang. A pup, pup bang. bang. Yeah. Pup bang. Right. That sounds dangerous to you. You gotta be careful, yeah. you know, when you're typing that in. Pup bang. Um, but uh dude, I would recommend it before bed. That sounds cool. There was this just chomping away. Chomping on like a pumpkin. That's great. Or like an onion. That's beautiful. Anything that sounds like I, that. You know what's much? a nice recess of the internet? <laughs> yeah. That I used a lot for the book. Yeah. Is um Flickr. Cause like people forgot about it basically. But if you just like, if you need anything for like a lookbook or mm. like textures or just want to steal vibes or something like that, especially vintage kind of stuff, okay, you can search Flickr and it's all shit people uploaded like in the early 2000s Whoa, that's and you can put, you can even do an advanced search of like if they timestamped it right. to like... You know, like up to 1980 or something, and you can only see like really old photos and stuff. And then there's these huge groups of just like 1970s advertising. So you could like look at all these cool ads from like the 70s and stuff, just to like steal steez from and all right, that right, sort right. Of stuff. It's is really there like nice. is there porn? Is there naked people? I don't think there's naked people. I think um. I mean, there might be. Yeah, like you've never tried typing in naked people. Naked on people onto Flickr. Yeah. <laughs> That's that would be kind of hot too, just people uploading like just from like the two thousand real like right. early two thousand stuff. Yeah, because that two thousands like camera flash type of oh, quality yeah, it's is got this a very specific type of like flattened image, you know, a little it's blurry. Rare. It feels more earned. Yeah, it feels like filtered water. <laughs> I don't know. What. <laughs> it feels like a you nice know what I'm talking gritted. about. No segue available here. Writer's block. Um, <laughs> cool, how cool, do you uh, cool, cool, cool. how do you how do you deal with that? I uh, was kind of, I mean, kind of what I was saying earlier of like having several things. Yeah. And if something's really fucked for you, like jumping onto something else. Like this weekend I cranked out this other script that's like really weird and like not a working project I have on now. But I banged it out because it was so much fun. And now I feel like the floodgates are kind of open to do other stuff. Right. So again, I think like as long as you're writing and as long as you're moving the ball forward in some respect, it's going to be good and it's going to be beneficial towards the the thing that you're fighting. Because like this kind of energy isn't what being creative is. It's right. got to be flowy right. and it's got to be like... I think it has to feel good, even if it's like you're writing the most fucked up thing ever, I th it, or you, whatever. I think it has to be pushing some sort of um, endorphin button in your brain to a certain right. degree to to get it out. So yeah. whatever's gonna make you happy, um, changing up my environment's always good. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. as we were talking, I think off the pod, but like getting out of my house has been huge for me. Changing right. the environment. Um, going on walks Are going you a on walker? Wa uh, I'll walk I can't walk and like think about work stuff I'll walk and like blast the fuck out of music and stuff yeah and just like clear the palette a little bit and then I'll be at my coffee shop and um sit down and get to work right there basically right but, um apparently yeah, walking always. meditation is a thing oh yeah. for sure I just yeah. thought I was walking there's a good know? um I used to have this app. I, th I still do. 
Calm or the other one. I forget which 10%, one. 10% maybe? No. Which it's is the one that Michael Phelps endorses. The, mine was the orange circle, whatever one that one is. But anyway, they have a guided walking thing. Got you it. You can actually listen to the guide. It's like concentrate on your feet and you know, like all right. sort of stuff. It's nice. Right. It's really good. It's cool because you've been in, you're how old now? 31. So you've been in the industry way longer than me. I'm 24. Cool. Or at least well, a few years, five, six years. Yeah, yeah, about six years. I moved out here six years ago, so I'll, oh, wow. that's cool. kind of the start time. Got it. Are you stoked that being, you know, the whole mindfulness type of movement is becoming more and more of a thing, you know? Like uh, that there are these apps that exist that I don't even think they were out like yeah. six years ago, yeah. you know? I think that's good. Yeah. I think it's good to always... Um, Bring it back. Bringing it back, I think any time, you know, the whole joke is like everyone in LA is in therapy and stuff, but it's like, that is so good. Right. That's a good way to break writer's block too, is going somewhere. Because what is writer, writer's block is stress, right? You're stressed about the thing and you're stressed about giving it to someone or you're stressed about a deadline or you're stressed about all these sort of things. That's all that sort of thing. So Anytime you're talking through what you're going through or your brain, especially and realizing your patterns and right. stuff and the obsessiveness and the spiraling that I do all the time and feeling bad about looking at my phone right. instead of looking at the screen and instead of, you know, typing stuff. Anytime you're talking about that and looking at it and recognizing it, even if you go back to doing it the next week, you're knowing that you're doing it. You have someone else that knows that you're doing it. Right. And so I, I think it the all... Accountability yeah, sort of deal? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think... And that that's what mindfulness is too, is being aware of what you're doing yeah. and keeping an eye on um, your actions and yourself and your body as it's existing in space. I think anytime you're checking in, it's like, oh shit. And that's what therapy's good. is like, and I'll always trip out in it because it's like... So we just talk about me? Like, what are you right. ta- What are you talking about? That's right, insane. Right, right. It's like, no, yeah, you need that. Like, I think that's a, you got to hit that gym too. Dude, I have yet, the gym for sure. The gym has been my sort of therapy, but I've been, I've been telling Andrew, like, I have to make it to therapy eventually just because I know how my brain works. Right. And I feel, you just started going. Yeah. I feel like there is going to be that sense of like, I don't even know. I've never told anybody this shit. Right. Like, so just to hear, you're going to be like hearing yourself in real time or maybe not. Maybe you just go into like, you know, auto gear. But like, I, uh, I, I'm like fascinated with that concept of just talking about yourself. No ego, no judgment, Yeah. you know? And, uh, was that trippy? Like the first time you went and you just went down that path? Um, I think it was... Um, or more of a process, building up. Yeah, it was more of like two or three months in where I realized it's like... Effect. Yeah, and it's like I write everything down. Like my phone is just notes apps and notes oh, and yeah. notes and notes, yeah. all that sort of shit. That's actually like one of my huge tips is like anytime, any funny thought you have, you should be dumping it somewhere. Right. And any funny experience you have you should be dumping it somewhere yeah, any yeah, weird yeah. dream you have you should be dumping it somewhere because yep. you always need that shit right anytime you read something in this keith herring book write down a weird sentence or a weird thing that happened to him right shit you can steal and and mash together but that's like what therapy is too is like a is it's just this internal thing outside of there because it is kind of hard to write like 
fuck, I'm so stressed and I keep thinking about money and how I right. don't have it. It's like nice. It's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's another outlet to be writing something down. And she writes it down. Right, <laughs> so right, I don't right. have to write it down. Which is but she's got it all down. That's the fascinating part, bro. Because like you're, you're, you revisit her next week or whatever. And she goes back into her notes yes. about you. Yeah. It's like you're conscious. Yeah. She's just going back to what you said right. last week. Yeah. Right? It's crazy to have an extra. You need, you know. Your computer only has so much fucking RAM on it. Right. Our brains only have so much RAM on it. Right. Uh, what is a therapist but an external hard drive, baby? Do you keep a journal? <laughs> Diary? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Writing, um, you know. Not as often as I'd like, but again, it's just like a notes app where it's right. anything kind of interesting, any yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of odd, profound sentence that someone says to me that just strikes me. Um, even texts. You know, I feel like I've been my main form of communication with humans and humanity is, you know, when I was a kid, it was IMs, which yeah. is now texting AOL. to me, yeah, AOL yeah. and shit. But now I have it on my computer. So it's basically it looks exactly like my my aim box yeah, of that stuff. But yep. it's just all my friends phone numbers. Right. And that's I'm just all day like to people and stuff. And I don't think um it's I think it's not treated with enough like this is how I'm talking to people like again it's a long way of saying like I'll copy and paste texts that are like interesting or profound or super funny or something like that and like dude you can yeah. dig deep in texts and not feel bad because it's not a phone call or because we're not here talking to each other like right. Don't don't lean away from technology and all that sort of shit. And I, yeah. you guys were at the talk the other day where it was like, you know, Tinder and all that sort of shit. People are like, oh god, but it's like, fuck, you gave us these tools. We're using Dude. it to fuck each other now. Like, get off my back, dad. Uh, what would your advice be to someone who is younger? who has aspirations to be animating, to be producing art, to be... That's Hell yeah, that was cool. Uh, to be doing stuff in Hollywood, to be, you know, working on something that they fully appreciate and care for, say someone who's 14, 15, 16, working, living in a small town, you know, hometown suburbia. Like, I what think, would you tell yourself? I mean, I then? think we both have a similar thing where I would say, like, straight up, Fuck film school and all that sort of shit. Unless you want to be a director specifically. Um, I, I'm kind of glad I didn't go to film school to study straight up film. Because I feel like I would have been too stifled in that environment. There's books out there you can and should read. Yeah. And, you know, there's podcasts you can and should listen to, including this one. And... Uh, yeah. But, you know, don't get, like, so bogged down about, like, other people's journeys and, like, the need to... I always thought, like, I didn't... I got waitlisted to NYU and I was like, fuck, like... You got waitlisted. I, I got straight up rejected. You got, okay, fuck. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, where it was like, yeah, okay, there goes my auteur route that I could take. So yeah. I was just, like, ended up going to advertising for a bit. But just, you know... Don't feel the need to fulfill any sort of route that's already there. Just like make your fucking thing and make it as good as you can to your ability and like 
fake the funk as much as you can, like package it good and care about whatever you're making within your means and your ability. I mean, I'm sure when you started, when I started, I spent zero dollars making the first animal right. stuff because I torrented all the programs. Yeah. And even like Adobe Suite, if you have a .edu or whatever, it's like 20 bucks a month, which sucks, but you can get the whole thing. Like if you have a EDU address. Yeah. So use that or just fucking steal the programs. They've got janky ones yeah, out yeah, there yeah. that you can figure out Sponsored how to do it. Sponsored by VPN, NordVPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it, it's all, and, and your computer, any laptop now that anyone has can handle all these programs and right. editing them and especially if it's a Final Cut Pro or iMovie, you can even do this shit in. Right. Um, just have fun making your little thing and like, don't worry about New York or LA yet. Just make your little thingy. Yep. If you, if you need money, get a regular job. I worked at fucking this production company where it was like crazy hours and stuff, but we still found time to make animals right. on our own thing. So right. Kept, kept the lights on while you keep were able the to, lights on. Yeah. yeah. And like, really don't don't if i if i was started this job at this ad agency and was like listen i'm here but i really want to be fucking seth mcfarland so i'm just gonna like sort of be working here like i would have right. hated it right but i wasn't i was like i'm working at this ad agency maybe i'll be do this for the rest of my life yeah and i really had passion for both of them and i think um, being realistic with the future and things, I don't like kill yourself. Like I was so caught up on being like, I want to be like Harmony Korine. And right. I'm 23 now. I could still do it. I can make the movie. And like, it's not gonna happen. Like, right? It's okay, and it's okay if it doesn't happen. Right. But that's also setting your expectations way too high, right? And yeah. It kills the motivation. Yeah. It's like unrealistic. You can't attain that. Shit. Yeah. And I think now, especially as even just when I was in college, that was when like podcasts started popping off and stuff. And I would listen to like Dan Harmon talk and stuff and all right. these like behind the scenes, like showrunner guys. So you hear about their jobs and it's like, I'd like to do that. Right. Hearing more and more of this. And that shit's free. Yeah. 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 Shit's Hearing those free. people talk and everyone's got a weird beginning. Yeah. You know, nobody's got like a really straightforward kind of thing. Right. I mean, that being said, my friend. Katie, who's like one of my best friends and collaborators, was like, you know, she did, she was a PA, she was an assistant, she was a writer's assistant, and now she's writing for a bunch of stuff. Me and her are making a cartoon together. So yeah. you can work into the system in that way. Yeah. And you can't, but you know, she was uh, Jared Leto's assistant really? for like a year. Like she, what an interesting You just position. do these weird sort of right. circuitous routes right. and you just go with it especially if you're young like yeah yeah getting out of your comfort zone and and but but fucking do do the thing a lot of people are going to talk about making the little animated shorts but you know how it is you have to sit down behind final cut put in the hours and put in the hours For sure. but it's a good fucking feeling yeah. when you have the little guy yeah and you go whoop and yeah. it's out there, even if nobody's watching it. It felt good to do. Yeah. And eventually, you know, maybe people will grab onto it. But 
Well, plus you be have, happy with making the little thing. You have those moments along the way of validation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm sure you've had those nights, whether it's like a release screening or whatever, you're like, fuck, this was worth it. Right. This People is so laughing much fun. at your thing. You know? Yeah. It feels so good to create something by yourself on your little computer. Um, Not have a cubicle type of gig. Yeah. You know, that's the best part. Yeah. You know, be doing your own thing at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I love my computer. Yeah, dude. I love best it too. Friend. I love it too. I love it very much. Um, Phil, where can people find you? See what you're up to. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, uh, Google, SEO, search results. Search you know. results. I'm trying to get some hotter pics on my Google images. I don't know how to flood <laughs> that. But it's all like 2015 Sundance. And I'm, it's because that's the most we got pictures at. Sure. But. Some Getty images. Some Getty, yeah, some yeah. pretty pretty rough Getty images. I was drunk the whole time. So, uh, Phil or Philip with one L on Twitter, Instagram, all that sort of shit. Animals is still streaming on HBO. Watch that if you want to watch it. We got more stuff cooking. Um, but other than that, man, just floating around, baby. Good here, man. Park. Dude, I was very happy to meet you at your release party. Heard so much about you. Thanks for uh, coming on the pod here. Oh, Let's yeah. wrap it up. Thanks again, bro. See you guys. Ooh, Cut. And you did it. <laughs>